With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast! podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. It's a... Puffy coat season in Southern California. That means the temperature in the morning dips below that of 60 degrees. I know the rest of the country. Pittsburgh, you're about to get a bunch of snow. You're you're not feeling us. Sorry about that. I walked outside during one of the breaks and it was like 70. I was like, maybe we should take this off. Nah, it's cold inside the studio. Welcome in. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. We did not burn the turkey. That was big. That was big. Uh, we have some leftover desserts still. You guys want them tomorrow? You guys like, eh. What is it? Like apple pie and stuff? It's cheesecake. Uh, That's pretty good. I do too. Um, There's some uh, apple uh, crisp bars. Yes. Those are good. And there's some pumpkin pie. All good, Doug. I think. I think. I I think so too. As long as they've been kept in the refrigerator, then it should be fine. What's the refrigerator? (laughs) We don't have one of those. Is that like one of those fancy houses that has indoor plumbing? Yeah. One of those. Don't 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 have that either. Hope you're having a good one, getting ready for the holiday season. Um, if you're able to shop, if you're not able to shop, it's Cyber Monday. You can uh, stream us if you're on your computer, foxsportsradio.com, the iHeartRadio app, also another way to get us. And, of course, wherever you listen to us, thanks so much. 
So we have breaking news on the NFL, which is, remember that game was supposed to be played last Thursday between the Ravens and the Steelers? Remember that one? Yeah, that was then postponed, and it was going to be played Sunday. Then we found out this weekend it was actually played Tuesday. Now it's been postponed to Wednesday. So here's what I've heard and read from people. Well, why couldn't they postpone the Broncos game? Broncos didn't have an eligible quarterback. They stick Hinton out there. He throws for 13 yards, completes one ball. It's an embarrassment. What are you supposed to do? Well, here's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to remember these words that old Uncle Doug told you. Wake up every morning and say this to yourself. I, no one owes me anything and life isn't fair. Got it? Is it fair and equitable? Nah, probably not. I'm being totally honest with you. It's not. Denver Broncos are an NFL team. Um, all their wins matter just as much as anybody else's wins. They're taking on the New Orleans Saints, who are competing for, I, I guess, the top spot in the NFC, right? To have home field advantage throughout, still at least on the table. And the New Orleans Saints don't have their starting quarterback, Drew Brees. Instead, they're starting Taysom Hill. Meanwhile, the Broncos are out of the, the playoff picture per se, but that doesn't mean they're, they're not like the Jets being eliminated from the playoffs, yet they still had to play. Okay. Yeah, not fair. Life's not fair. And no one owes you anything. The difference is you're not one of the, this is not a premier rivalry, it, which makes it harder to reschedule. The, the difference is for the Steelers, if you find a way, if if you were to find a way to kind of tweak it and get it in there, like the Steelers, they're competing for the number one seed, and the Ravens are the have the reigning MVP of the league. If you don't think that matters? I can't really help you. It's a rivalry. Both are playoff teams. One's fighting for the number one seed. One quarterback who probably could play now because he could be potentially be cleared by then is the reigning MVP of the league. If you think that's in anywhere similar to the Broncos taking on the Saints, both teams missing their starting quarterback. I can't help you. Life's not fair. Nobody owes you anything. Got it? Then there's this. We had we were the first. Okay, here's what happened. And Rhyme Music, you have the tapes, and you can. He always calls me, keeps me honest. I I do believe that when Tom Brady agreed to terms in Tampa, I said. I would. I'd like to. I think I said. I don't know my exact wording. That it was at least I was really interested in how it would work between the two styles. I didn't say it wouldn't work. I just said I was very interested by how it would work. Is that about accurate of what I said? Sounds very accurate. Yes. Right. Ramos, you were here too. Is that what you remember? Do you remember any of that stuff? I'm going to go with Ryan and agree with him on that. Sure. Yes. So you don't know, but you're just going to agree. That's correct. Okay. Bayer, what did you think when when they originally? Because there was talk about him going to the Chargers. Obviously, there. There were, uh, you know, there there was some other talk there as well. Uh, what did you think when he when he agreed to terms with the Buccaneers? I thought that they were the only team that would pay him what uh, he wanted. Hmm. Did you think it would work between the two? Yes. What? Um, I I thought that the Buccaneers just needed a guy to not throw interceptions. Yeah, that's what they thought. Like, Look, if we get a guy who's smart. Who we got great skill, just gets the ball to our guys and doesn't throw interceptions. Amazing. Which, by the way, that's what Anthony Lynn thought about Tyrod Taylor. 
He's like, look, Tyrod Taylor never turns it over. If we didn't turn it over last year with Phillip Rivers, we'd be great. Let's start Tyrod Taylor. We know that there's a lower ceiling, but there's a higher floor because he doesn't turn it over. Right? It was that, and, and the part that I talked to three general managers from different teams, and they all said somewhat of the same sentence, which was this. They're all smart football guys. They'll figure it out. Right? Bruce is a smart enough football guy, quarterback guy. He'll figure it out. You know, you see Leftwich going over to his house and violating quarantine stuff. They'll figure it out. And you know what they didn't do? They didn't figure it out. And if you if you think that Brady is okay with being the punching bag at Bruce Arians' press conferences, I give you Tony Romo's commentary yesterday. Tony Romo's commentary yesterday was basically, why are they running this offense when you have Tom Brady? And he's the best quarterback I've ever seen at a, a different style of play calling. Underneath, option routes, finding the open guy, using the slot wide receiver, using backs out of the backfield, getting the tight. Like, why are you doing this? You're trying to teach an old dog new tricks and that doesn't work. And then when you hear Brady, because he clearly used Romo. That's the way it works. They all try and do it to us. You know, I have, I have coaches all the time that'll call me and they'll plant a little seed about somebody else or about their program. And you're like, I don't know if I want to take this bait, but if I do, I can have them on my podcast, my radio show. And they're not wrong, but like, am I picking a fight? That, that's what happens with guys. You'll see kind of random tweets from people like, wow, how did he know that? Some other coach called and told him to, to carry a favor. You know? And, and in this case, you're doing a game and Romo starts crushing the offense and the play calling and not crushing Tom Brady when Tom Brady is not playing well. And you're like, oh, Romo's broadcasting with an agenda. And that agenda is take up for his friend, Tom Brady, who's playing in a style which he's not familiar or comfortable with. That's what it feels like to me. And when you see the sniping at a press conference, then you see the the pushback from Romo, which is clearly coming from Brady or Brady's camp. And I'm guessing uh, Brady because they do have those Zoom calls. They, they do have quarterback meetings, whatever. When you feel the pushback from Brady, and I heard, I heard uh, Cowherd talk about the possibility of Arians retiring because Bruce Arians has been on a year-to-year, could he retire, could he not retire, since he took the Tampa job. Right, because he retired from the Arizona job to chill out for a little bit. Then he took the Tampa job. Now he's been like, "Hey, I'm just trying to try and win more one more year." Not crazy to think that he could retire if they don't win at all, and somebody like Josh McDaniels comes down and goes to Tampa. Right? Not not a crazy thought at all, is it? But whatever it is, this relationship has gone from one to which. Didn't think it would work out and succeed in the end, but they might have a good time too. I'm not sure they're even having a good time anymore. They do play the third easiest schedule down the stretch of anybody in the league. But keep in mind, in these losses, twice to the Chiefs, twice to the Saints, the Chiefs, the Bears, the Rams, Tom Brady, eight touchdowns, nine interceptions, 60% completion percentage and 252 yards passing per game. Not good enough. All right, coming up next, even if they don't win, We need this from Carson Wentz tonight. I'll tell you what that is next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. 
I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When you have kids, it's not fair for you to just take things away from them, right? You can't just go, hey, um, your Xbox, gone. Your PS5, gone. Right? Your, you know, you, oh, you know that trip you were going to make with your buddies to go and play in that baseball tournament, gone. Your grades aren't good, right? What you, what you have to do is you have to give them fair warning. So I have a daughter, I have two daughters in high school. How old do I feel? Things that make me feel old is I'm watching, um, <clears throat> I'm watching, I mean, Trey Young is the the son of Rayford Young. I played against Ray when he was at Texas Tech, I was at Oklahoma State. Right? He's an all-star now in the NBA going into his third season. How old do I feel? My buddy Doral Wilson, who played at TCU, and we played together on a tour team. His son plays at Kansas, and I'm like, God, I'm old. Now, my own kids are in high school. I'm like, wow, that's a lot. So, um, one of my daughters, who you're usually is a straight-A student, wasn't doing particularly well. And as you guys know, they ride horses, which is, I, I asked my wife to find the most expensive sport that I know the least about that will cost me as much financial strain as possible. And she nailed it. Right? it was, uh, she nailed it. But they love it. And this daughter, Harper, is very good at it. But she wasn't doing as well as she normally does in school. And so I, I had, like, I can't take everything from her without giving her a warning. So the warning was like, hey, look, you got to fix this. Doesn't happen overnight, but you got to get it right because your semester grades now, they count. You got to get this thing right or else. And like, what or else what? Or else we're going to, the horse. Or else all this money, we're, we're not going to spend this money on you. Sorry. Like, that's how it works. The Eagles are essentially doing the exact same with Carson Wentz. They can't get rid of him. They can't cut him. They can't bench him. They can't. They don't. They really don't want to. And I don't even think they think Jalen Hurts is great. No one I know thinks Jalen Hurts is either ready or maybe will ever be a a high level starting quarterback. But right now Carson Wentz is isn't either. So what they've done is over the week they've given the proper warning to Carson Wentz by giving Jalen Hurts more of the reps. Do I think that's a mistake? Of course. You're trying to fix something. You don't give somebody else some reps to try and fix fix something. But what the, what is that? That is fair warning of what they're doing. They are taking on a team we had that does not have a very good defense in the Seattle Seahawks. I mean, you can ask I mean, Dan Byers, as honest a fan as you'll find, loves the Seahawks. That's his favorite team. Even he would tell you, like, man, that defense. I know Carlos Dunlap made a play last week, and they're trying desperately to they try to fix it by going out and getting whomever. And I thought the Dunlap move was a good move. They're going to try and cover up their defensive deficiencies with a stellar pass rush. Makes sense. Makes a ton of sense. But what it doesn't do is it doesn't solve the fact that the defense is just not very good. 
right? There's just no other way around it. And when you look at their team stats defensively, not great. Right? Yes, they're scoring more points per game, but they've given up 287 total points. They're a team that uh, that struggles to get off the field on third down. Right, Third down efficiency for their opponents is 49.62%. That's eight percentage points higher than they are on third down. That's not good. So they don't get off the field on third down. They're not great in the red zone. Their defense overall is one of the bottom five to ten in the league. The one thing they don't do is they don't turn the ball over a ton. They've only had four lost fumbles uh, all season long. But if I'm Carson Wentz and the Eagles, do you have to look great? No. Do you have to win? I don't think so. But you got to show the ability to move the football and make better decisions, be more decisive, get rid of the football more quickly. The Seahawks are 7-3. and three. You're playing at home. The Seahawks have lost their last three road games, regardless of of uh, of not having fans there, right? I mean, they lost to the Rams. They lost to the Bills. They lost to the Cardinals. Their only two road wins are against Atlanta, who's an abject disaster, and Miami, who's a borderline playoff team, so not, that's not a terrible win. They're taking on the Eagles, who are in desperate need of a win in order to kind of keep their pace and stay in first place in the NFC East. And as much as the Eagles have been a mess, you know, they won their past two uh, home games. So I don't think that Carson Wentz has to be great, but I think he's got to be good and competent, especially against a defense that doesn't scare anybody. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Now I'm looking at the Seahawks defense. They're 27th in points per game, 26th on third down, 28th in the red zone, 28th in yards. Albert Breer joins us at MMQB.com, NFL Insiders, Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. It feels like, like I don't know if Wentz has to win the game, but he, he better move the ball and put some points up against the Seahawks defense, no matter how depleted they are on their offensive side of the ball. Fair? Yeah, I mean, I... You know, I, I don't know what the consequences are, though, Doug. I mean, I, they, they've sort of married themselves to them contractually. And so, you know, even if, like, they felt like they needed to shut him down for the rest of the season because it's just, you know, at, at a level where it's in his head, um, I don't know that that means they're not going back to him next year just based on the level of investment they've made in him. So, I, look, I don't think we, you know, even if the Eagles sneak in the playoffs because they play in a horrible division, I don't, I don't think we're under any illusion that that's a t- title contender um, this year. And I, and I do think that there's going to be some organizational changes going into next year. And so, you know, I think even if you decide after tonight, you know, Jalen Hurts looks good, Carson Wentz doesn't, um, that maybe you want to just kind of give Carson Wentz a mental break um, in December. I still think because you've made the contractual investment, you're probably not giving up on him. So uh, is it big as far as him, you know, playing out the rest of the year? Maybe is it going to lead to some sort of, you know, shift organizationally on, on where they stand on once? I'm not sure if it goes that far. Do you, do you have your seatbelt on? What is the beeping for? Yeah, that was my seatbelt. I just your... got out of my kid's hockey. So did he, uh, did he check anybody? I mean, is he a physical hockey player? Or? Yeah, he is. He's pretty physical. He likes to stick his nose in there, no question. Like He's that. only six, though. So, 
but 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 I, I that that's the stuff you can't teach. You can't teach you know that, that stuff. No, you can't. You can't teach the, the the toughness. Clearly, you married well. That's really what it kind of comes down to. Albert Beer, <laughs> Albert Beer, joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. What are you hearing of the relationship between Brady and Arians? You know, I think it's still a work in progress, and um, you know, I, I think that there's a lot of stuff there that Brady. I think there's like a. a Maybe maybe a level that, that Brady has become so accustomed to operating at, and just kind of a um, you know an organizational ethos that, that he became so so accustomed to that there's a little bit of a culture shock for him going somewhere else and do a place that's looser and do a place that's a little bit more player centric and to a place where you know you do have off weeks you know and you do have things go wrong that wouldn't normally go wrong in New England. And so I think, you know, early on at least, it was a shock to Brady's system playing in that sort of place. Um, you know, and I, it's funny, I've talked to some coaches, you know, who who worked with Favre in Minnesota, worked with um, with Peyton Manning in Denver, and, and sort of the, the – eventually you're going to have to hand the thing over to him. You know, and eventually – you know, you're going to come to the conclusion that you're best off doing things his way. And so I think, you know, I think Arians and, and the coaching staff are really, you know, resolved to try to make Brady work within the construct of what they were doing and what their system was. And I think now maybe you're starting to see a little bit of an adjustment. And I was actually sort of encouraged by what I saw on Sunday. I know it sounds crazy because they gave up 200 yards to Tyreek Hill alone in the first quarter and everything else. But I just saw, I think I saw like a little bit of a toughness and some fight in the Buccaneers and coming back in that game and, you know, not, you know, waving the white flag, being in that position that maybe we hadn't seen earlier in the year. So I think from that standpoint, you did see some encouraging things. And, um, you know, like I said, I think that the kind of, the, 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 the idea of whose system it is, the relationship between Arians and Brady, uh, is still a work in progress, which isn't the best news in the world because it's it's almost December. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. That's the voice of of Albert Breer. Um, okay, what about what about Kansas City? I mean, I don't know how you let Tyreek Hill get that loose when every team I've talked to said basically we design our defense around how do we contain like everybody in the AFC West just contain them, keep in front, you know. Uh, play back, you know, make them make make them nickel and dime. They didn't, so I thought Bowles' defensive strategy did did not fit the actual op- opponent. That said, yeah. that said, they're kind of loosey goosey, right? They should have stepped on the throat of Tampa, and they didn't. Any cause for concern yeah. there? Not really. I mean, it's I, like an NFL season's long. You know what I mean? Like, and and you're going to have these sorts of these sorts of situations come up over the course of it. So. I, I, I think what we've seen from Kansas City over the course of the year, I, they haven't really had to push the like Mahomes Superman button as much as they have in the past, which is a really encouraging sign. Um, now they did against the, the Raiders on Sunday night, um, and you know I, I like I think we've seen that still at points, but you know I think they're a little more capable of winning with their defense. They're a little bit more capable of you know winning different ways on offense. And so, you know, I see a team that's sort of like, in a way, you know, there's that term easy gas. Like when a pitcher can throw easy gas, yeah. you really know he's got it going. Yeah. It feels like they're throwing easy gas. It feels like, to me, the Chiefs are able to do a lot of different things really well 
and it never even look it never really even looks like they're trying that hard. Which I, like again, I think that's a fantastic sign for for what we're going to get in January and February. Um, it, it does mean that I think maybe it'll look a little less impressive, um, you know, while we're still in the regular season. But I do think that there's another gear that that team has, which is pretty scary because they're ten and one as it is. Albert Breer, who didn't have a seatbelt on, now is forgetting to take his key out. Joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show <laughs> on Fox Sports on Fox Sports Radio. What's your What'd your son say? Is he He's giving you instructions. I'm getting instructions from my son on how to carry his iPad. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, there you go, hey, Dad. Don't drop. Do you know that thing's expensive? You know, I had no I'm idea. Getting, yeah, yeah, I'm out here getting bossed around by everybody. Son, so. I had son, I had no. Yes, of course, son, I had no idea that this iPad that I paid for out of my hard-earned money was expensive, nor how to hold it. Thank you so much for sharing that with me. Right. The 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 i nanny. Um. Oh, okay. Uh, all these GM jobs are open. Am I crazy to think Jacksonville is the best one? No, no. I mean, I, I'll tell you this. Like, I, and this is the best illustration of it to me. Um, do you think Dave Caldwell got a good shot in Jacksonville? You think he got a fair shot to get it right? Yes. To get it right? Yes. Okay. So when Dave Caldwell took that job in 2000. Hold on. Hold on, hold, hold on, hold on, Albert. Go, you got go, me? go back because you connected to Bluetooth when you turned on. I'm identifying all the things when you said when Dave Caldwell got the job in two, and then we lost it. In, when, when, when he got, when, when he got the job in Jacksonville, he he actually turned down the Jets GM job, and part of his decision making process there was he got advice from people he really respected. They're going to give you more time. They're not going to be as reactionary. The media market's not as tough. You should go to Jacksonville. The Jets are now on their third GM since Dave Caldwell got hired in Jacksonville. And so I think you'd say he made the right choice. He got a very fair shot. It didn't work out. But I think that's the first thing, right? Like, so the GM job to me is it's demonstrated that they'll be patient and they'll see a plan through. And that's a big part of it. Um, the media market there isn't crazy. So there won't be pressure from that standpoint the same way there would be in like a Philly or a New York or a Chicago, you know, and then I, I think the other piece of it is you just look at the assets and the resources they have now in all likelihood, unless something screwy happens, they're going to have one of the top two picks in the draft, which means you're going to have Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields. Um, and then, you know, beyond just that, they've got a second first round pick. They've got two picks in the second round in the third round, the fifth round and the seventh round. And they'll have over a hundred million dollars in cap space in 2021. So, I look at all of those things, and I think most GMs would want to go into a place with a clean slate where they can build it up. And so, not only do you have that, but you also have the ability on top of it to draft a generational quarterback, maybe with the first pick or a excellent, excellent quarterback prospect at number two. So, I think it's an incredibly attractive job, Doug. And it's one that, you know, I think most GM candidates will look at and say, that's one where if I can pick my own head coach, it's just about perfect as long as I'm comfortable with living in Jacksonville. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. I think, whereas I think Houston, I think Houston's kind of an abject disaster. Like, just now Deshaun played really well, but he's played well against some bad teams here late. You know, they don't right. have the first-round picks. They got a ton of money tied up. Um, you have a new owner who's son of the younger owner, and they, there's some there's some pulls. I, I think that might be the worst of the jobs that's open so far. Yeah, I mean, Houston, you got to worry about, all right, like, so how does the reporting structure work here? What's Jack Easterby's role in the building? Yep. You have a search firm that's, that's running that, and 
I, you know, my understanding is they're pretty powerful um, in this process. So, like, what's the level of investment you're getting from ownership then? Um, and, you know, I think on top of that, and, and look, like, that's the, that's the one thing I think that you, you have to always keep an eye on. Like, like the owner is the one thing you can't change. So there's that. This particular owner, um, you know, in his two or so years in charge, doesn't have a great track record. Um, yeah, and then, you know, I I think, you know, while you're happy with Deshaun Watson as, as your quarterback, like he is already off of his rookie contract. And so you already have a very big piece of, uh, you, you already have a very big piece of financial real estate taken up. So it's just interesting from that standpoint, like where I think Watson's definitely kind of a carrot for a GM candidate, but in another way, he sort of limits what you can do from a roster building standpoint. And like you said, ownership can be a little bit of a drawback, I think. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, are we sure Arians is back next year? I think so. Yeah, I mean, I think so. I, I you know, I, I like, and my only hesitation there is he's older. Um, this has been a long year for everybody, you know, and if it, like, really goes south over the next few weeks, could he say the hell with it? I, like, I don't know. I mean, I, I never rule those things out. Uh, but I do think, you know, I, I do think that he wants to see this through. Um, you know, and I, and I don't think things are just horrific between him and Brady yet. Um, could they go that way? Sure. You know what I mean? Like, and I do think that there's a little bit of frustration on both ends. But, um, you know, I, I, I think the relationship's still workable. And I do think that Bruce would like to see this through. And remember, like, when he was in Arizona – he got to the doorstep of a Super Bowl, and I know a lot of people in that organization, himself included, felt like that was a Super Bowl championship type of team they had in 2015. And I know that kind of like to nod a coach. So, you know, when you feel like you're really close, I think it's hard to give up, you know, maybe your one last shot at it. So I'd be surprised if he wasn't back in 2021. I don't know if you saw this. Well, well the, two things. Uh, this just happened while we're on with you. Will Fuller. Um, through his Instagram page, announced that he's been suspended for PED use for the next six games. Okay, and that's, that's interesting <laughs> because he's a pending free agent. So how many? We got five games left in the season, right? So yeah. at, with with Fuller as a pending free agent, and he's a guy who I think had a shot to get paid because there's a premium on speed receivers right now. You know, you're sort of living in a Tyreek Hill world in the NFL. Um, you know. I think he had a chance to get a big payday, and now if your team, if your team bringing him in, you're one step away from a year-long suspension, and you've still got a game left on his suspension coming out of this year. So, yeah, that's an interesting one, you know. And I don't know that the Texans are totally out of the race yet. I mean, I, it's a long shot that they make it, but they played really well over the last few weeks. So that's a well, they're out of it, a, they're out of it now. They just cut Kenny Stills last week too. Yeah, I mean, that's a big blow. That's, there's no question. That's a big blow for them. Yikes. Yikes. And um, do you have any idea how this is all going to work next Monday? It looks like a triple header. Yeah, I think it's <laughs> it's going to be interesting next Monday. I mean, this thing's going to be, I'm telling you, like I, we are, it feels like we are kind of like stumbling to the finish line collectively here. You know, I mean, this game, the game on Wednesday is going to have been moved three times in over six days. And, you know, now you're going to have two teams going in on five days rest. And, 
it's um, I don't know how the how next Monday is going to work, but it it seems like it's going to be at least a little bit chaotic. And um, you know, I'll tell you this, Doug. I I think the NFL getting the networks their inventory is a very important thing, and I think the players have been sold on this, and that it's good for everybody going forward. Um, you know, I think the feeling is if they can get the uh, the, the networks their 256 games and get them the full slate of playoff games. Um, you know, then they'll be in position to do really well in the television contract negotiations after we get out of this season. And, um, you know, if, if, if they're able to cut a really good television deal, which they believe they will be able to, you know, maybe you can use some of that to mitigate the cap losses over the next couple of years, which helps everybody. It is crazy. Balagan is the, uh, is the Hebrew term for it. It's just a, it's an absolute Absolute mess. Albert, great stuff. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for putting on your seatbelt and for operating the Bluetooth. And you tell that kid you'll carry the blue, you'll carry that <laughs> iPad any damn way you please. Because you know why? I paid for it with this phone call. That's right. That's right. I paid. I, I, I did pay for that that iPad. But you know, you, you know how that works when you when you let them know who's boss, right? Yes. Mom. Sometimes, some, some, sometimes, sometimes it winds up being a little bit more of an ordeal than you than you wanted to be. I, I, so. I agree. You don't you don't have to flex all the time, but occasionally you do. Have a great day. Thanks you for do, joining you us. You do. All right, Doug, thanks. Albert Breer joining us, the MMQB.com. Yes, huge news in the NFL as as uh, a top wide receiver has tested positive for PEDs. What's it mean for the playoffs? Find out next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Huge news in uh, football. We think we'll have a game tonight. We're going to have a game tonight. No game tomorrow. Probably one Wednesday. Who knows? And maybe three next Monday? Yeah, we got stuff to get to. Let's get to Dan Byer. The Press. All right, kids, this is called The Press. Basically, he gets all the biggest stories in the world of sports, reads them to me, then I react to them. A reminder, it's the season of saving at Lowe's. Get artificial Christmas trees starting at just $49, lights, ornaments, and decor. Whatever you need, visit Lowe's in-store or shop via their app. Have your items shipped or pick up curbside for contactless service while supplies last valid through the 2nd of December. Dan, what do you got? Yeah, with the changes of the schedule for Week 12, again, the NFL reportedly moving the Steelers-Ravens game scheduled for Pittsburgh from Tuesday to Wednesday night. You just had Albert Breer on. He also is reporting what you guys talked about and what the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette reported is that the Washington-Pittsburgh game likely to be moved to Monday night in Week 13. Okay, so who do we think this helps and who do we think it hurts? Like, Pittsburgh was pissed because short turnaround, right? So who do they play next? They're playing Washington? Yeah, that would be moved to Monday night. I think it hurts Pittsburgh. But why? They've had all this extra time off and they didn't have a bye week. And I know you could say, well, we didn't get it. But you weren't going anywhere anyway. Well, no, but they at least would have. I mean, I guess now they're getting their rest that they they would have had from the other off week. Right. But um but I just I think to throw their schedule completely out of whack. Now they got to face you know Washington on a short week. You know the other way was a depleted Ravens team on a short week, and then you have a long time to plan for Washington. Now it's vice versa. So 
So I guess the question becomes, do, will the Ravens have Lamar Jackson? Um, No, because he tested positive, so he's so, out longer. So who will? Um, so who will quarterback? Or RG3 yes. will, will be the quarterback. RG3, but yeah. RG3, not the contract tracing did not keep is not going to keep him out. No, not, not to my knowledge. Mm-hmm. No. So that possibly on Wednesday, if they move it to Thursday, it could things could get it even crazier. Mm-hmm. You mentioned the news just in about Texans wide receiver Will Fuller. He has suspended six game, tested positive for a performance-enhancing drug. He'll miss the final five for Houston and also the first game of the 2021 season with whatever team he's on at that point. Yeah, I, he, so his apology was he took some, what, medication that was not approved by the league? Yeah, I don't buy that. The San Francisco 49ers are going to play their next two home games in Arizona. That's weeks 13 and 14 because they aren't allowed to play in Santa Clara County, California. That's so weird. You can play football, just not here, even though no one is going to actually be in the stadium when you're playing that football game. What's interesting is the city of San Diego reached out to the 49ers saying that they would be a possibility if the 49ers needed a place to play. I don't know if they play at Petco, but I mean they're tearing down the other stadium, so I'm not sure exactly. Did they start tearing it down already? They probably yeah, play at Petco. They're in the process of it, yeah. Probably play at Petco. I mean so, you don't you just but you need you need sight lines and everything to put it up. That would that wouldn't have sucked. I would guess though they gotta have something with, where are they gonna train? In Arizona. Are they gonna use the Cardinals facility and just do off times there? Like how is that gonna all work? They can use Arizona State. Very interesting. And they had their own COVID issues with uh, the ASU yeah. football program. Yeah, Leading me to this to this note, San Jose Mercury News saying that, like the 49ers needed to move, the Stanford football team also expected to re- relocate to the Pacific Northwest because of the COVID restrictions in the Bay Area. Who's that, Stanford? So, yes. Huh. So you, you know, San Jose State, they, they trained this year at Cal State Humboldt, at Humboldt State, because they weren't allowed to train in San Jose. And they're actually having a really good year. Brent Brennan doing a great job. Washington State's going to play at USC on Sunday on Fox Sports 1 in college football. Maybe. Yeah, 4.30 Eastern, 1.30 Pacific, the scheduled time. That's better than 9 a.m. start, but USC still undefeated, but they didn't play last week, so they're only at four games. Uh, two quick points. Number one, new Lakers point guard Dennis Schroeder told reporters he expects to be the starting point guard for the upcoming season. Yeah, what's he doing? He said, I, I've done that bench stuff. Like, hey, dude, you may be the starter, but... Can we wait till we have our first practice and your coach can say you're the starter? Just a thought. And, Doug, an annual tradition of ours, the Farmers Insurance Open, yes. will not have fans in attendance at the tournament in January at Torrey What Pines. about the Pro-Am? Pro-Ams actually are still on, but fans will not be allowed to attend the events. Right. I, you know, I felt like they were a nuisance to me, talking to my backswing, booing <laughs> the heckling. That's really the difference between, you know, two years ago and last year is I just didn't adjust to the the – you know, how many people were following us because we won two years ago. That's true. That's, Very difficult. Uh, they'll have to take the hit somehow, you know. And that's, that's the press. press. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. All right, who wins tonight? Dan Byer, let's start. It's your football team. What do you think? Yeah, I'll, I'll take the, the Seahawks. I'll put the Homer hat on. Uh, they're a six-point favorite. Ryan Music, who do you like? Go Hawks. Uh, all right, what about you, Byer? I mean, um, um, Seattle. You guys all like Seattle. I'm going to take Philadelphia. Knew you would. I'm going to take Philadelphia. Six points? I think it'll be a close game. A close game. This is Doug Gottlieb's show. Big Poppy joins us tomorrow. So does Chris Sims on Fox Sports Radio. 
I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.